Law four is the law of respect. So a lot of times we fear that others will not respect our boundaries. We focus on others and a lot of times we lose clarity about ourselves. Sometimes the problem is that we judge others' boundaries. We think if I, if I tell them that I can't do this or I can't do that or, you know, like if the other person tells us no, we don't respect their boundaries. Like if we ask someone to give us some money, we're, we're, we're in a tight bind and we ask someone to, can we borrow some money? We might feel like we know they got the money and it, they have way more than the money. Like we feel like it's not going to hurt their pockets. Why they can't give it to us? And so we do not respect their boundaries. And so vice versa, we expect others to respect our boundaries. If we say no, then we, they need to just accept our no. And I actually, I think I want to do an episode on, later on, on respecting others' boundaries. Because it's not always where we are the ones hurt. Our boundaries are not the only ones that are hurt. A lot of times we unknowingly, like, we overstep others' boundaries. And a lot of times we judge others' boundaries. Because we we judge other boundaries because we feel like ours fall under the same judgment if we condemn other boundaries we expect them to condemn ours like we set up like this cycle like if i don't do this then when i need them to do this for me then they're not gonna do it for me like we feel like we we have to do exactly like say if someone like i said the same example if someone asks us to uh borrow somebody we say no because we're in a bind we don't tell them that we're in a bind we just say no i can't you know i can't at this time we feel like you know when we want to come to them and ask them for this same thing that they're going to deny us so a lot of times we say yes to things because we feel like in the long run it's going to hurt us and so it creates this fear cycle within us where we're afraid to set up boundaries that we need to set okay the fifth law is the law of motivation so a lot of times we are motivated by to say yes out of the fear that we would lose like the love from somebody else or that other people would get angry at us. So these false motives and the feelings that we feel like others would have, it keeps us from setting boundaries. So some of those feelings that we have are our fear of loss of love or abandonment, a fear of others' anger, a fear of loneliness, a fear of losing the good meat inside of me. Like, you know, you feel like, just say someone asks you to make a donation to a nonprofit or something like that. And we feel like if we say no, you know, that's losing the good inside of us if we're a very giving person. Also, another reason is guilt. A lot of times we are motivated by guilt. Like we feel like we have to do it. Um, it makes us have this feeling of guilt. And if we say no, we feel bad. Another one is payback. Like we feel like if if somebody has done something for us, we have to do something for them. We have to do it for them. Or approval or over-identification with others' losses. So that would mean, like, you can't stand to hurt someone badly. So you comply. Like, if somebody's going through something and... Uh, you know that they're going through something and you're also going through something, but you feel like your pain is not as bad as theirs. So you try to do for them more than you're doing for yourself. Like you're pouring from an empty cup and that's not okay. Law six is the law of evaluation. The law of evaluation. The law of evaluation is our need to uh, 
basically we hate the consequences of when we have to confront someone or set a boundary. We hate like the pain or the hurt that it may cause. Like if we set a boundary, we tell someone we're not able to do something, they may be disappointed or it may hurt them or make them angry. We hate to face those emotions that may you know, come from others. And a lot of times we may cause pain by making choices that others do not like. And But we also cause pain by confronting people when they are wrong. But if we do not share our anger with another person, we may cause ourselves to develop bitterness or hatred towards that person. We need to be honest with one another about how we are hurt. Just like that scripture that says iron sharpens iron, we need confrontation and truth from others as we grow. No one likes to hear negative things about themselves, but in the long run, it just might help both of us. Now, I'm not saying ignore the feelings of others when it comes to, you know, evaluating like their pain or, you know, that the confrontation may cause, but you need to like realize it and address it like you know to your you can address it internally and see you know way the options like how do I come off you know like expressing my boundaries but not in a negative way just make sure that you evaluate the pain in a positive light now another law is the law of proactivity so a lot of times people that have not had boundaries for years they have you know, just suppress their feelings and their limits for so long that eventually they just kind of like explode. And so people a lot of times wonder like, you know, where is all this rage and anger coming from? So they go to through what's called like a reactive stage. So the reactive stage is kind of where they are learning their selves. It's like a self-discovery phase. So they have to, a lot of times you have to go through that. You have to, what they call, like, die to yourself. And you have to learn to love yourself, learn what your limits and boundaries are. And a lot of times that it's very painful, but you have to learn to go through that process and not just stay there, not where you are returning evil for evil. It's like you're vengeful. You have these boundaries, and if somebody crosses, I have to teach them a lesson. No, you don't. So you have to learn how to get a freedom after you've gone through this reactive period of feelings. And you do not need to act this out. You do not need to express your feelings. You do not need to practice and gain assertiveness. You need to get far away from abusive people to be able to fence your property against further invasion. And then you need to own the treasures that you find in your soul. So you got to go through the bad before you get the good a lot of times. I was one of those people who did not know how to set boundaries. So I did go through, I didn't explode per se. What I did was I shut everybody out for a while. But the ones that did come around me, they did kind of see the anger that came out. But I had to learn to just grow through what I went through. So I had to learn me. I had to learn what my boundaries were. I had to learn what my likes and dislikes were, what I would allow and what I wouldn't allow before I could grow into a place where I'm not out returning evil for evil. I am giving people mutual respect. I am whatever you give me, that's what you shall get from me. But I'm not, like I said, it's not <laughs> I'm not repaying evil for evil. I just have learned to, you know, let stuff go. Somebody hurts me, hey, then I'm going to forgive them and I'm going to move on. 
Like, I'm not going to, and I'm going to address it. I'm going to confront them, but it's going to be more so to let them know you have hurt me. I am hurt and address it for myself. I have to go through those feelings, address those feelings, acknowledge those feelings, and then grow from it. So that's the law of proactivity. Like you now, you have learned yourself and now you know how to act going forward. The law of envy. So we all have envious parts in ourselves, our, in our personalities. This is not to say that it is wrong to want things that we have because a lot of times we are envious of what others have or the personalities that they possess, characteristics. The problem with envy is that it focuses outside our boundaries onto others. If we are focusing on what others have or have accomplished, we are neglecting our responsibilities and we ultimately have an empty heart. Instead of just focusing on what others have that we lack, we have to think about ourselves, question ourselves, why do we not have those things? We have to see why we don't have those things, why we don't possess those things. Envy is a sign that you are lacking something. And in that moment, you have to ask yourself, like, what do you need and what do you need to get there or to give up in order to get what you desire? So we have to learn to use envy as a positive instead of just envying the person, disliking that person. Obviously, they possess something that you want. So you need to realize why you don't have it and what you need to do to work towards getting it. And then we have the law of activity. So many times we have boundary issues because we lack initiative. Like we just go with the flow. If somebody invites us to something or wants us to do something, we respond and always say yes. And we allow people to push us through life. We're like pushovers. We're passive. So passivity never pays off. You have to learn to be more assertive and active and seek and knock and you shall find. So if you want certain things, certain relationships or certain boundaries, certain limits, you have to actively seek those. You have to tell people, announce it, and you have to make sure that you are communicating with others what you want and what you need out of life. You don't, you cannot shrink back into passivity. You have to be aggressive to find what you need or want out of life. Not, I'm not saying aggressive like you're going to force others to do what you want. No, you. if you want certain friends or certain relationships or you want certain limits, then that's what you should shall seek you can't expect it just to find you or just to happen it's just like what they say a closed mouth does not get fed so if I want certain things out of a relationship or if I want people to treat me a certain way I have to communicate that to others so that they know that's what I want and I have to make sure that I enforce it and then we have the law of exposure the law of exposure says that your boundaries need to be made visible to others and communicated to them in relationship. We have many boundary problems because of our relational fears. We are beset by the fears of guilt, not being liked, loss of love, loss of connection, loss of approval, receiving anger, being known, and so many others. So we secretly resent instead of telling somebody that we are angry about how they hurt us or we often are probably endured like some pain that someone has caused us instead of letting the person know that their behavior affects us. We have to learn to communicate our boundaries openly. A lot of times we shy away from expressing our boundaries. So we do others are not aware that they may be overstepping our boundaries and we suffer in private. So just thinking about something about me. My house may not be the neatest, but I'm a clean person. 
I love cleaning. I feel like it's therapeutic. But at the same time, if I have guests or maybe even I'm in a relationship, I do feel like others should clean as well. They should clean behind themselves. So I used to assume that, you know, everybody was like me where they would clean. Like in my house, we cleaned every day growing up. So I feel like it was giving you clean up, like not leave your clothes anywhere or you use a dish, you wash the dish, you wipe the counters, you sweep the floor. Like I always feel like that was a given. But I had to realize that others did not have that same backing that I did. So I had to learn to express those boundaries. Like when you come to my home, you need to clean up after yourself. Like I had to let them know because people feel like, oh, she cleans. I see her cleaning all day. She's going to clean what I had. She doesn't mind. And that's not something that I agree with. That was something outside. It was basically crossing my boundaries because I'm a clean regardless if somebody is in my home or not. Regardless if it's speak and span, I'm going to clean. But at the same time, I expect others to clean after themselves i feel like my significant others should take out the trash like i feel like that's a given a man is supposed to take out the trash but at the same time i have to tell them like i've been in you know relationships where they do not take out the trash they do not do certain things but i feel like there are certain things that i expect my partner to do in a relationship and so and I expect that there are certain things that I'm not going to do and a lot of times I assume they know because I just I'm, I just don't do it <laughs> but we have to clearly learn how to communicate our boundaries we have to outline and define our boundaries in so many areas even with our family members like I had to let one of my siblings know there are certain things I'm not going to do for you I am your sister and I love you but a lot of these things that you expect from me I'm not willing to do. These are your responsibilities. You have to take care of them. I would no longer be your enabler. We would not be codependent on each other. Like, I will allow you to go through things that you need to go through. Like, I am your sister, but that does not mean that I will allow certain things. So, you have to respect my boundaries, and I have to respect yours. So, today's scripture comes from... Matthews 18 verses 15 to through 20. If another believer sins against you, grow privately and point out the offenses. If the other person listens and confesses it, you have won that person back. But if you are unsuccessful, take one or two others with you and go back again so that everything you say may be confirmed by two or three witnesses. If the person still refuses to listen, take your case to the church. Then if he or she won't accept the church's decision, treat that person as a pagan or a corrupt tax collector. I tell you the truth, whatever you forbid on earth will be forbidden in heaven and whatever you permit on earth will be permitted in heaven. I also tell you this, if two of you agree here on earth concerning anything you ask, my father in heaven will do it for you. For there where two or three gather together as my followers, I am there among them. Thanks for joining us this week on Sisters Finding Balance. Check us out on Instagram at sisters.finding.balance and at sistersfindingbalance.com for more info on going through what you go through. As always, subscribe to the show to catch every new episode and leave us a review so we can continue to bring you fresh content. If you like this show, you might want to check out our gratitude journals on Amazon. Thanks for listening and see you next week.